G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. If you have teenagers at your place, there is a very special event that's coming up in the state of Queensland at the end of June. It's described as an experience unlike any other. It was hugely successful when it was run in Perth and there was a waiting list to get in. It's for high school students years 9 through 12. Our culture is shaping them with progressive values very rapidly and the church is offering very little alternative. So the Worldview Camp is all about training young Christians to think and live in a biblical worldview. Andrew Walkington is staff evangelist at OAC Ministries in Queensland. Andrew's joining us. Hi, Andrew. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much. It's great to chat to you. Andrew, it's an event, years 9 through 12. You're talking teenagers, and it's going to happen in the June holidays. Timing is just right. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. We're really looking forward to it. And I guess, among other things, having seen the success that's happening over in Perth when they've run this, this is our first time running it in Queensland, but we're really, really excited about it. And the catchment area from which you're hoping that you'll get a whole lot of teenagers coming. Uh, so where are you going to be hosting this event? It's going to be held up at the Mount Tambourine Convention Centre. The guys up there uh, are used to running big events and they've been really wonderfully accommodating to help us get in. Our catchment area, we're happy to have people come in from all over the place. The school holiday period lines up well for the Queensland students but we've even got a couple of students registered who are flying all the way from South Australia to attend this camp. They've seen the vision and they think it's that exciting. And it goes over a number of days. Uh, there's a lot of input and it's designed to have a sort of intense input, isn't it, into these young people? Very much so. We identified something of a crisis uh, in the last couple of decades. I've spent a a long time working with university students. And I meet a lot of these kids that I would describe as post-churched. That is, they've grown up Sunday school, youth group, Christian schools. And something we've noticed consistently is so often they do not have the essentials of the Christian faith nailed down. Somehow they've got through all of these years of church involvement without having understood what should be really basic ideas. And we decided that's a tragedy. And so rather than just wait for them to reach their university years where they've walked away from the faith of their upbringing, we decided we want to get to these kids before they get that far along and show them that a Christian worldview actually makes sense and is intellectually and rationally defensible before they kind of get exposed to some of the really uh, fierce assault that they will get through the university or, or young adult years. It's been challenging. These have been years where there's been such rapid change. Uh, some people are pointing to social media distortions of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so even for those kids who've gone through church, they're also uh, almost victims of the distortions that are coming through their own social media feeds. Very much so. And I guess the challenge is that 
we don't fit the mold of an unreached country. If you talk to missiologists who say an unreached country is go somewhere where there is no witness at all, in some ways we have a different problem. We have a viable Christian witness here in Australia, but it's obscured through social media, through pop culture, even in conventional media, you watch TV shows and you see the caricatures of Christian ideas. It becomes really hard for young people to determine, well, if I believe this, am I kind of taking my brain out to do so? Am I setting aside my rational faculties to determine, to believe in something? Or is there a, a reasonable basis to the Christian faith? Can I believe the Bible? Can I believe there is a God? Can I believe that the resurrection actually happened? Those are really crucial ones to have an answer to. Otherwise, the Christian faith does look nonsensical. And if we haven't given kids that stuff, I kind of don't blame them for walking away in their young adult years. But some, we can do better than that. Some might be saying, how are you going to get these teenagers to sit still through an intensive time over multiple days and learning about a Christian worldview? Uh, is there something in the teenage understanding that, you know, is this, do you have to dumb everything down for, for teenagers? Because I know you'll be actually trying to really ramp everything up uh, and getting a, yeah. a higher level of input. Yeah, look, teenagers, we sell them short culturally. Uh, this whole, I mean, there's this pejorative term, snowflake. These kids are fragile. They can't process. I don't think that's true at all. I have watched these kids process. I've watched them engage. I've spoken at youth groups. I've seen them engage at the Perth version of this camp. These kids are more than capable of processing hard questions. I think sometimes we assume they can't, so we don't try. But on top of that, we also try to make the way we present these things very engaging. Uh, we bring in speakers who are experienced at communicating to youth. We also make sure that there's a fair level of interaction. So it's not just stand, sitting and listening to a lecture for 45 minutes. Uh, we have a dynamic, engaging sort of way of ask questions, get their input. Uh, we leave question and answer time at every session. And there's also a lot of small group engagement that happens that helps kids process through this stuff of an evening. So you're doing this. And when I... In the introduction, I said there's something unique, and it ought not to be, but this is something that is special that you're doing, and you're going to be tapping into something that might be a real void that needs to be filled, because progressive values are filling the hearts and minds of young people, but the church is doing very little as an alternative, and so you're looking to jump into a space where you see a real need. Absolutely, and it, I think a lot of churches have, without realising they have bought into the lie that we can't take kids into deeper stuff. And so the conventional youth group in most churches, and I say most, not all, but most youth groups are pretty shallow. They do a wonderful job at connecting with kids and having fun. Uh, they can be a wonderful gateway into the Christian community. But I think a lot of them, of a fear that they might scare these kids away by going deep, have pulled back and not given these kids what they need to move forward. We see that we that we have an opportunity to try and engage, bring these kids something a little bit deeper. Uh, the fact that kids kind of have to turn up for a camp means they're kids that are going to engage a little bit more than maybe the kid who just turns up occasionally the youth group. But the impact is these kids are impacted. They go back to youth group. They go back to become the next generation of youth group leaders. They go back to their churches and they actually say, 
you know what? I had doubts too. I had questions, but I got answers and the Christian faith is defensible. And so hopefully there's a, a carry-on effect into the lives of the kids around them in their youth group who don't make it to camp. What's the big benefit, Andrew, in your mind of actually having the camp, of actually separating these kids from their usual normal life and taking them and being in an intensive time like this? What's the real value of the camp? Because, hey, you could look at a social media clip or you could look for stuff on YouTube or whatever and you could find uh, these sorts of answers that you might be talking about. But what's the value of being shoulder to shoulder with your peers in a room yeah. and absorbing these things. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the value of coming under some really quality teachers, which you're right, they could get that uh, by watching a YouTube clip or something like that. What they wouldn't get from that is to sit around the lunch table with those same speakers and follow on with more questions. What they don't get from that is we've got a first-rate group of young adult leaders who are going to come along and do life on life with these kids in small groups uh, so there's that environment. The other thing is we have a, a principle of going distraction-free. So kids are told, please don't bring your, your phones, your devices, any of that stuff with you. If you do bring it, you will be required to surrender it on day one. Uh, you'll get it back at the end of camp. We try to pull kids away from that stuff that might otherwise take their attention and give them an, an environment and a culture that wants to pursue this stuff and understand it better. We also have an aspect where there's a practicality to it because we, for instance, talk about servant leadership as a value of the Christian faith, but we put that into practice all week long. So I remember vividly at the Perth camp, by day two, it was very hard to take your own plate out from the dining table because we'd set a culture where the kids are starting to dash in quickly at the end of every meal, gathering up everyone's plates. I don't think I took my plate out for an entire week. Uh, so we, we, there's the life-on-life -life modelling that happens. You don't get life-on-life -life modelling through a YouTube clip. Uh, very quickly, hit us with who's on your speaking uh, schedule for the week because you've got some great names on there. We do. So uh, in terms of our core group of speakers, uh, we've got Jason Potter, who is the National Director for OAC Ministries. Uh, he's got, if I remember correctly, about 30 years of experience engaging with youth. Uh, we've got Stu Miller, who I believe has been on here a number of times over the last few years. Uh, Stu is an evangelist. Uh, he's an apologist. He's a wonderful communicator. Uh, I'm getting in there to do some sessions as well. I've been speaking and teaching uh, youth and young adults and doing evangelism and apologetics for the best part of 15 to 20 years. We then got some great guests. So we've got Rob Norman, who is the state director of, uh, of the ACL here based in Queensland. And we've got Dr. Georgia Purdom, who is a speaker from Answers in Genesis. She is a molecular biologist. Uh, she's a world expert in her field. And she's going to be coming into some of that angle for us. And we've got a few other speakers as well. But th those would be the ones who are probably doing the, the lion's share of the speaking for the week. All right, hit us with the actual dates for this particular gathering. It's all about uh, building a worldview. It's called the Worldview Camp. Exactly which dates are they? All right, so campers are going to be arriving on the 25th of June. So that's the first weekend of the school holidays in the middle of the year, and it runs to the 30th of June. Uh, so it's five nights uh, fully catered, accommodated, all, the, all of that put together up at the Mount Tambourine Convention Centre.
Well, my suspicion is there's going to be a run on those places after hearing you talk about this. This is just fabulous. Uh, In Perth, hugely successful. There was a waiting list to get in. It's going to be for the first time in Queensland, 25th of June to the 30th of June. It's called the Worldview Camp. It's for students in years 9 through 12. Uh, Not only is it going to have those great speakers, but as you say, Andrew, it's going to create a culture in which they are going to see a demonstration of what it is to be a servant leader. Here's the website for listeners to get a hold of a place for your teenager or teenagers and you might be in southeast Queensland, and I'm sure there won't be too many complaints from any young people wanting to come to the hinterland of the Gold Coast to be part of an event like this. Worldviewaustralia.org. Worldviewaustralia.org. And uh, you might also find a link there on the OAC website as well. But 25th of June through 30th of June, it's during a Queensland school holidays. So take advantage of that. Worldviewaustralia.org. Andrew Walkington is staff evangelist at OAC Ministries in Queensland. Andrew, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.